Hi, you're listening to Aligned, a podcast about reprogramming your mind for inner peace and happiness. My name is Charlotte Thibault and I am your host. This podcast is inspired by A Course in Miracles, which is said to be a kind of spiritual psychotherapy that enables us to think in a more helpful way and to transform how we experience life through transforming our mindset. I wish for this podcast to be a massive blessing in your life. And please share this podcast with all people you believe would benefit from it. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 10 of Aligned, the podcast for programming your mind for inner peace and happiness. I'm excited that you're listening. I love what we're going to talk about today. So lately I've been asking people about questions, what they would like to hear my podcast. And there have been some question, questions regarding Tinder and spirituality. I love this topic and people have been asking me if they can find their soulmate on Tinder and what my opinions are, if Tinder is good or bad for your spiritual slash mental health and having a aligned lifestyle or aligned way of thinking. First of all, Aligned for me means that I'm connected to my soul and my source and the divine. So I am able to be centered in my inner peace in a way where outside circumstances don't bring me into total chaos. And um, talking about Tinder, let's just dive straight into this. For me, you never know how the universe works. Like, people say that Tinder is so su superficial and just made for hookups and that it's really bad for your mental health. And I think that, like anything, you can use Tinder in a good way or in a not-so-beneficial way for your mental or spiritual health. Like, you don't know how the universe works. Like, how can you know that the universe is not working through Tinder when you align yourself like who says that if you for example I don't know you meditate you align yourself and you live in an aligned way and all of a sudden you get the urge to go on tinder like who says that you might not meet a person on tinder like someone who is extremely connected to you so I want to talk about soulmates because I don't want to say that you can meet your soulmate on Tinder just because I feel like the word soulmate has been used in a wrong way or in a way that makes you think that there's some person out there that's, that's going to make you feel special and that without that person you don't feel complete and that when you meet that person everything will be perfect and your energy is just fireworks and inspiration all day every day everything is great and you have completed your mission in this world like I see so many people and I certainly had that period in my life where I thought that was a thing and I felt like it was really like dangerous and an ego for my ego kind of thinking that that is what would happen and that a soulmate exists and then I started to dig into it and I started to read about it I just wanted to know what other people think of it and it was a time in my life where I didn't trust my own intuition as much so I was really 
kind of looking for the answers in books and blogs and YouTube videos from spiritual teachers. And what consistently came up was that there is a thing called soulmates and a thing called twin flames, which also was a question that someone wanted me to elaborate on. So in those books, vlogs, blogs, they said that a soulmate can be any person. It doesn't have to be... <clears throat> A romantic partner a soulmate can be a family member a soulmate can be your co-worker or your romantic relationship partner and a twin flame is said to be and it also said that you can have many soulmates but apparently there's only one twin flame according to these <laughs> opinions of other people and um, apparently there's only one twin flame that when you meet them it's kind of different it's always romantic and in a way how it differentiates itself from a soulmate is that when you find your twin flame, you come together to raise the consciousness of the world. Whereas when you meet your soulmate, your soulmate helps you trigger things in you that raise your own consciousness and your own personal growth. Okay, I don't know if you if that's clear for you, but that's how it says. But I personally now, after... <laughs> Having been through the delusion of thinking, oh, he's my soulmate, she's my soulmate, he's my twin flame, she's my twin flame, I kind of have to say that I'm not a big fan of trying to categorize or trying to look for it and trying to feel like you're not complete without it and that one day this amazing person is going to come into your life and solve all your spiritual problems and you will be in energetic alignment when that person comes into your life and desperately meditating and searching and attracting that person i think it's dangerous because you don't live in the now i think it's dangerous because you don't you judge people so easily and push them away if they don't have a checklist of a twin flame or a soulmate and i believe that it that seeking for the answer of if whether that person is your twin flame or soulmate in a checklist or in some vlogs or blogs or books is just like a complete ego-driven game that brings you further away from your intuitive knowing and your inner game, okay? And having said that, I want to add that I believe that every encounter you have is a divine encounter. Just like A Course in Miracles says that you can use every encounter as a miraculous account encounter. It depends on the energy you bring to it, what you give to it, your thoughts about the person, about the situation, and how much self-discovery, self-awareness, and connectedness you practice on a daily basis. Any encounter you have can make you grow spiritually any encounter you have is divinely created and therefore you in order to bring the most beneficial situation for everyone involved and when you start seeing life that way and when you start showing up for life that way then that becomes true and i believe that thinking of a soulmate or a twin flame brings you away from every single encounter you have because you feel like it's not good enough like there's some special person out there like i don't have time for you right now i don't have time for this conversation because i'm looking for my twin flame i'm looking for my soulmate so you don't take those small steps and you don't spend you don't show up for every conversation and situation like you're supposed to be there and that's why i'm not a big fan <clears throat> of the soulmate and twin flame concept because i feel like 
we have been using it as, or many people have been using it as this special relationship kind of term, which is said in The Course in Miracles, is kind of your ego's way of seek but do not find, like constant seeking but not finding. That's your ego's way of keeping you in an unhappy, trapped state, like state seeking for love and but not finding it. Okay. Um, apart from that, what was the initial question? Okay, the initial question was, um, how can I find my soulmate on Tinder? So now if we rephrase the question, can, I would say like, can you find love on Tinder? Can you find real spiritual connection on Tinder? I have to say from personal experience that every single person and I think I went on about 50 Tinder dates in my life in different countries and every single person I felt like was somehow like hmm, how could I say every single person I met created a different spiritual encounter for me because every time you meet a person for me it's a spiritual encounter it's just what you make of it and what with with which mindset you go in it I feel like I learned something new about myself about people about cultures about anything in life from every single encounter I felt like even when I sometimes didn't have the best of time with that person I still felt like I got something out of it and something it was something important and I also brought something to the situation every time I feel like And I try to show up for every person like I'm, in, I'm supposed to be there. And maybe a conversation that we have inspired one of us in some way and moved us forward on our journey. Like, who knows? Like, who knows how the universe works? Like, there are many ways to, uh, like, growing spiritually. And there are many ways to getting to where you desire to go. But that doesn't mean that you don't, cannot enjoy the way and not pay attention to what's coming in front of you. Like, let's look at it that way. If you do think that there, like, you desire love, and that's why you go on Tinder and you desire a spiritual connection, just because the person you meet is not the one for you doesn't mean that he's not contributing to you finding the one. Like, maybe he says something that you need and that inspires you. Like, everything is divinely set up. It could be that he, for example, you go on a Tinder date and he or she says something that makes you want to go to i don't know like a circus i don't know you get the idea you want to go to a circus because he or she mentioned it and it was a really good idea like maybe the next time you go to that circus alone or with some friends you meet a person that you are later in a relationship with like who knows how it works but when you put the intention and energy into tinder that you want to use it for a spiritual purpose you want to use it as a way for you to grow spiritually and to bring inspiration to others to have divinely arranged meetings then i believe you can use it in that way i personally like never understood why people said that it's only an app for hookups because i definitely had a lot of great great just conversation conversation type dates and I also think it really depends on what you say and how you put yourself out there. Apart from that, I believe that you can learn about yourself from going on Tinder. And I started self-reflecting after binge using Tinder for a long time. And I don't say that I always used it in an aligned way. I was totally lost when I first started using it because I just got out of a three-year relationship and it was completely new for me that you can just meet all these people and like, it was crazy but 
you can definitely reflect and be self-aware i started to reflecting on what kind of pictures am i putting out like what what am i why am i putting these pictures why am i writing this in my text why is it so important for me that this is what people know about me is this really what i want people to know about me is this sending out the right message is this like you can start to be become more self-aware and i understood like i when i looked at different people's profiles of my friends then i started to realize that yeah like of course like this is what they always try to project when they meet men or when they meet women or when they want someone to like them they always put on this this show or this act or they bring this forth of them and i started to look at myself and it was always important for me to put out that I was a soccer player or that I loved music and dancing or that I was have that I was multi-passionate and was excited about many things in life and that I, I like it was like I was thinking to myself like why is it so important for me and what do I what message do I want to send out do I want to put just like it, it was just and when I changed my tinder profile to a more kind of spiritually aligned profile where I wrote my more deeper thoughts then it was i think it was pretty clear for many people that i wasn't just in tinder for hookups and even if people still somehow sometimes just ask me for hookups like you can say no and just move on like it's no big deal so my personal opinion on tinder is that the energy you put in it is what you will get out and there are people like you on tinder like what you seek is seeking you like what you seek if you seek a partner they already exist okay they already exist but when you perceive a lack you cannot match the frequency of being in that relationship so you're already wanting that relationship and the other person is already wanting that relationships but you too are both perceiving a lack or one of you is perceiving a lack in their life and looking like putting energy out there that they're looking for something in a way where they're looking for something and not already feeling good and that frequency is bound to be <laughs> attract people together that feel a lack and therefore want to come together somehow to feel complete like they want to be in a relationship to feel complete or to heal their wounds or to be soothed or like something and that's an that's energy of neediness you cannot attract a aligned relationship from a frequency of neediness so i would get program my own mind and my own being and spend time in meditation self-awareness self-discovery before going on tinder and then like making it a spiritual practice you can make tinder in my opinion a spiritual practice of meeting people and having divine encounters so um thinking about tinder i wouldn't use it in a way there was a time where i was using tinder like many many hours a day i felt like or maybe one hour a day and just swiping 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 and you also get into a kind of um superficial flow i would say where you just judge people based on looks and you get judged based on looks but I personally always read the caption. I don't know how Tinder works now. I haven't been on there for like a year, maybe. Um, no, six, seven months. I don't know. But um, you can just look how 
I personally just looked at the captions and read it and if I felt like someone had a depth to them something interesting something artistic then I would like swipe and be I don't know if it's swipe left or swipe right anymore anyways <laughs> I would like that person and want to meet them um so that's my opinion on tinder and then i also got questions i'm trying to remember i got two more questions about something else in tinder one question was how i believe multicultured living or traveling is important for personal growth i think the question went something like that and i have to say i grew up multicultured because my dad is german and my mom is finnish swedish and we had a lot of family friends that and none of them were really finnish if i remember correct so a lot of uh, nigerian families some cameroonian families from chad from latin america i don't know like they're just from different parts of the world and it was really normal for me and that's how i grew up and my my dad also worked um in a company that tried to work against racism through sports so inclusion through sp- sports in finland so i was always around like different culture and it was normal for me to think that uh we are all the same or to see no separation and that's how i grew up so it was of course um not weird but it was kind of surprising to then when i was old enough to understand more about the world that it's not the case for everyone and um yeah so traveling and uh, traveling and just being in multicultural settings why is it important for your personal growth i think it's given that when you are being uncomfortable a little and challenged and triggered by different cultures because they have different customs different ways of seeing the world different ways of believing different beliefs about right and wrong different faith different everything then of course you are triggered and challenged and that requires you to grow that requires you even your brain to create new neural pathways of handling situation situations just normal everyday situations so i believe that's a given that you are growing personally also when i uh, moved away from home when i was 18 to be an au pair in england mm, i wouldn't say that the culture was so different but it was a different setting and it was traveling so of course i grew personally become more independent na 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 but um it wasn't until i moved to the us where everything was a lot different i felt like i moved to the us when i was 19 to study and play soccer and um that was another question i got asked when did i awaken spiritually so to say everybody always talks about spiritual awakening but <laughs> anyways i was just remembering who i already am kind of and that happened when i was 19 moved to the us and met my ex-girlfriend who already was on her spiritual path and she kind of led me into it i was already interested in kind of law of attraction books so i knew there was something else but i wasn't connected to the spiritual side of it for me law of attraction is not a spiritual practice um when it's just used for material things of course material things are important and amazing but 
the spiritual part of it was even more amazing to me and um yeah so that's how i started my spiritual journey and i maybe the most diverse culture i lived in so far is when i lived in colombia because my ex-girlfriend was colombian so we moved there after we finished studying and i think that was the most diverse culture and how it helped me grow um well <laughs> where do you even start on that it's completely different to i personally felt like it was completely different to be in a country where people have faith like faith in anything faith in religion i'm not a big fan of religion but people had faith in something and the majority of people and coming from a culture where almost no one has faith in anything like any higher power at least where everything is very science-based and they only believe what they can see coming from finland then it was really different for me and i felt like i could connect to some people even though our faith was different still but because of that and Colombia made me grow in a lot of a lot a lot of <laughs> different ways not just spiritually but personally mentally seeing that every single person on this earth is exactly the same as you are no matter where you go on a soul level i think that's important and everybody on their spiritual journey will probably come to that point at some point in their life but i feel like it's a given that through traveling you grow personally and through being multicultured um there was some other question oh yeah every how do you release stress in everyday situations or in everyday life kind of i think that was the question and for me personally uh, meditation i have to say i have like a combination of things i really try to incorporate into my everyday because it really tweaks my energy and when i'm stressed or feeling restless or feel like i have too much to do or feel like my negativity is getting the best of me or my ego is getting the best of me then i do a workout a sweaty workout because i love to sweat and the energy really brings i don't know brings a diff totally different vibe into my energy and then after that i meditate straight after the workout because i feel like that really gets me the most intense meditation and fills me up with good energy and good thoughts and the whole meditation always evolves around bringing good energy into my whole body and connecting myself to source energy and asking the divine to kind of clean my thoughts and to help me see things differently if i'm stuck on some way of seeing and just incorporating more joy and in everyday life every time your mind wanders and stresses what i try to do is to bring me back into the now like be present i have some tools that is the first one is just prayer asking god god i feel like now i am or whatever you believe in if you don't believe in god use universe angels or whatever uh, i feel like i'm stuck right now i feel like i'm seeing the situation out of my ego i feel na 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 whatever you're feeling and saying please help me see this differently second tool i use just um sitting in nature if it's possible if the weather allows it sitting in nature and breathing nature air connecting to nature hugging trees the third one is just connecting to my gratitude like really feeling grateful for what i have and listing all the things in which i am doing great and which my life is good and how i'm blessed with many 
blessings in my life and the fourth tool i use is the workout meditation tool and the fifth tool i use is just being present in the now and that is can be through just breathing or it can be through looking at an object and just looking at it with no thought or just listening to the sounds it's kind of like meditating but kind of focused so that's what I try to do to bring my awareness into the now and to connect to who I really am and not to live on a head level, but to turn into a heart and soul level. Try those techniques and tell me how you feel about it. Also, a walk in nature is amazing and releases stress, anxiety, depression, like almost instantly. I think it's 10 minutes. You walk 10 minutes and after that, I usually feel better. <clears throat> I believe that those were all questions that I wanted to answer in this podcast. Please let me know what you think. Please share this episode with everyone you think would benefit from it. Um, I'm so excited that you were listening. Thank you for all the questions. Please, please send me more questions that you have for episode 11. I love to, ma- I love to make these beneficial for you. And I will see you in episode number 11. Love you.